Hi, I'm Melissa Meter, and this is the Synchrosoma Podcast. Remember to subscribe. Find me at Instagram at Synchrosoma. My email is synchrosoma at gmail.com and on the web, synchrosoma.com. Language is so important, and knowing something or at least having a desire to, to study language and the roots of words and ancient languages is, is really helpful when you're decoding reality. And um, today something happened to me that I, I, can't, I can't even probably use words to describe how important this was, but um, I was moving wood. There's a point of contention between me and my boyfriend of 31 years that um, he's a Enneagram 9, the 9 fixation, which they tend to leave kind of like, like, do you remember Pigpen from the, um, from the, the Charlie Brown comics and like the dust was sort of flying up behind them? Nines are kind of a little bit like that. They just tend to, you know, not to care about piles and messes and clutter. And um, so there's these little piles of wood. We live on 20 acres and there's these little piles of wood around. And I've been trying to, you know, force him to move them and all of that kind of stuff. And of course, we know how force works. So I went through a struggle, an ego battle with myself and, and struggle. And I sort of gave up in a way and decided to move the pile at least one area of this wood myself, because, you know, we're heading toward fire season here in Northern California, and I'd like to clean these cast off bits of wood away from this certain area. So I I got my wagon. I have a big sort of farm wagon, and I brought it over there, and I had to do a little battle with him about why I was moving it and where I was going to move it because there's obviously some tension or anxiety that gets triggered in him when things are changing, when the, when the, the clutter starts moving. (laughs) But I, you know, in a gentle, forceful way, sort of convinced him that I was going to move it. I wanted to move it. It was time for me to move it and I'm going to move it and I'm going to pick a spot and it's my choice. So I loaded up my first wagon and I started heading the direction and it was kind of behind me and I was dragging this wagon behind me and I started heading up a a kind of a, not a steep hill, but you know, a bit of a hill and this kind of big farm wagon is full and I felt a little bit like a donkey or some cattle and I started, I had enough time (laughs) you know, on this journey to think about the word yoga or yug. Y-U-G in Sanskrit is the root of the word yoga and also um, many other words, but um, yoke in our language in English is this thing that you put on some cattle. And I've always known that to yoke is this process, is this yoga and so I was thinking of, okay, so I get it. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm 
chopping the wood, carrying the water. I'm just moving this pile. This is a form of yoga. And let me just digress and go back for a moment and, and say that being on this property for the last 16 years has been mostly good, but there's been a lot of times when I've wanted to leave and I felt trapped. When you own a property, if you know what I mean, um, and there's a lot of reasons why we couldn't sell this property, but I'd, I'd felt trapped by it. We live in a very rural place and there'd be times where I just feel completely trapped. So I have surrendered. We're in the middle of a global pandemic and um, I have been thwarted at every opportunity to potentially get this property ready for sale and sell. It hasn't happened. And I've decoded that and worked with that and dreamed about it and had, you know, many, many somatic journeys and underworld journeys around this feeling of, of the trap, being trapped in incarnation, being trapped in material world in the matrix. And, and so here I was on my, maybe my third trip with the wagon full of rotten wood, you know, scorpion piles, all that kind of stuff. And just slowly dragging this, this wagon full of wood up a hill, like a cattle who's yoked. And in that moment, I felt like I understood yoga in a way that I had never understood it before that my ego or my conscious mind, the amount of information I have awareness of had has been struggling so much against my reality, the way I want it to be, how I want things to be, that I want it to be cleaned up around here, that I maybe don't even want to live here. All these, these plans and, and future thrust. And in that moment, I felt like I was just walking and struggling and sweating like a like a horse or some cattle just going up the hill and it felt very peaceful to be yoked to be doing a rather uncomfortable difficult task that I had been like angry about even rageful about that that like it's not something that I want to do with my energy is move this pile of wood that's sort of meaningless. I mean, I'll probably end up moving the pile of wood again, honestly, um, which happens a lot. If you, if you live on a rural property, you move things from one place to the next so that you can use that spot and everything. So, and I, I knew that I thought to myself, well, I'm moving this wood here into this pile and I'll probably move it again, but I just kept going back for more loads. And, and so here I am into this tale and all of this is to explain the importance of decoding the waking dream and particularly having some understanding of language and deep depth, a depth journey of language. And that's why English is okay if that's your language. Um, and there are roots, there are deeper, more ancient roots, ancient languages that have encoded in them and they are encoded in our words. That word yoke comes from the root 
yug, which is Sanskrit. If you look at many of English words, they are rooted in ancient languages, Old English or French or something, but often in Sanskrit and Latin and ancient languages. And and it's important to have some awareness of what the roots of your words are. And, and the beauty of that encoding in something like the word yug is that it's so multifaceted. I had a a living, breathing experience of the ego struggle, the yoga of harnessing my monkey mind who wants to be in the future and trip in the future and thinks it knows what's best for me. And then the surrender and the give up and the yoking of my ego which is what yoga is. It is a, a practice of stopping the mind and harnessing our deeper self, what I like to call witness consciousness or the quantum self in the moment and getting present. And again, I have to say that that experience, I felt incredibly peaceful. I didn't want to keep doing, you know, 20 loads or something. I think I did maybe five or six, you know, that felt like enough for the day. Um, but I felt very peaceful when it was happening. I felt like there wasn't a plan. And, and, and this reminds me a little bit of about having a baby and, and, and feeling that same sense of peace that I, my ego had stopped trying to figure out what I was going to do with my life. I had had a baby and I felt like, well, the next at least 18 years are carved out for me where I don't have to figure out what I'm doing with myself. I know exactly what I'm doing with myself. I don't have to trip about what I'm going to accomplish or do. I know what my job is. It's to raise this person and in a beautiful and, and have a, you know, a natural connection to the earth, to each other, to have a daily life that was very in tuned with nature and, and our experience. So even with that, I still had this sense of, and I'm not saying it's gone. I'm just saying that I'm, I'm understanding it better, but still had the sense of wanting to flee, which I know from doing my own inner journeys and shadow work had a lot to do with wanting to escape the matrix. It's sort of like buyer's remorse, incarnation and saying, mm, that's not exactly what I meant. I, I, I don't think I want to come to this place. It's dark. It's dismal. And maybe I, maybe I don't want to be here. And so that that's part of, for a lot of people on on this like a waking up journey, it's a bit of a mistake to believe that we, you know, made a mistake. It's actually like, no, we did. We came here for a purpose and uh, the struggle and, and our ego struggling against that choice we made is part of the soul evolution. And in this case, the, um, well, in all cases, yoking our ego 
and letting go of the limitation that mind the limit the limited mind does not have all of the uh awareness of why and how and what the mission is but in the surrender to the present just pick up this piece of wood put it in the wagon and start walking and be like a yoked cattle or horse and i've got to tell you as a somebody who had a career in yoga teaching and studying i can't tell you how many times i've read about yoke yoga being about yoking the same root word as yoking a steer or cattle and and really being sort of confused by that and maybe on some levels kind of catching it a little bit like you know we're harnessing or we're um we're you know that's even what i call my my uh foundational course in personal archetypes is slaying your dragons like slay s l e i g h you you harness this dragon and and that's essentially what this is we're we're taking our shadow which we aren't aware of and we're yoking it. Thank you for listening to the Synchrosoma podcast. I'm Melissa Meter, and you can find me here each week with another journey into the known, the unknown, and the worlds in between. If you'd like to get in touch and find out more about what I do, coaching and courses, contact me at synchrosoma at gmail.com and you can find me on instagram at synchrosoma see you next time organically grown on podcast farm